there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was Welcome the to case. the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm a salty. I'm Cam. Gentlemen, how are we? Good. Great, thank you. Cam, uh, so we're doing this over Zoom and I can see you. And I'm trying to work out what your microphone technique is. Are you hunched over a microphone that's two feet behind you? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I was wondering the same thing as well. I'm, there's a microphone that is on the ground facing up and I'm sitting on my bed sort of looking down at it. Is that right. good for your back? It's not perfect, but maybe if we don't dilly-dally too long, I won't have to do it forever. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the ideal kind of setup. We <laughs> salty uh, for people, the others who can't see the salty sitting in some sort of skull throne with flames behind him. <laughs> uh, salty, if I wanted to see you on a skull throne with flames behind you, yeah, would I? could I tune into a stream to see that? Oh, uh, well, the, my stream doesn't usually have the flames. Usually behind me is like a drawing that I'm working on. Mm. But yeah, my Twitch, my Twitch stream. Excellent. Look at that for a little plug. Hey. Yeah. It's a shame that you don't have some boring corporate job, Salty, because you would be the king of the Zoom this year. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> um, I, I kind of want to describe this a little bit more because the skull throne looks like Salty's head's popping out an open skull and you can close the skull at will Yeah. and zoom in on yourself. And it's it's quite, quite stunning. Um, I've become a bit of a master of OBS in the last few months. So you're doing all this through OBS? Yeah. I'm controlling all this, all the controlling of the zooming and the moving I'm doing on a stream deck. Yeah. But it's all programmed through OBS. That is remarkable. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, I want to talk about OBS for a couple of hours, but that's yeah. probably not going to be that interesting. So what's <laughs> sorry, dads, I'm afraid that we're going to be talking about something else, which I might introduce with a little song. Well, sir, there's nothing on earth like a genuine bona fide stainless steel six foot monolith. What did I say? Monolith. Monolith. What's that name? We're monolith. talking about bloody monoliths today. <laughs> was that was that Simpsons monorail? Yeah, the Simpsons monorail song. <laughs> Little one for the nineties kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're talking about monoliths. Uh, there's been a spate of monoliths popping up. Mm. Way more than I thought. Like, how many did you think? Well, I thought there was that the original one, and yep. then there was one somewhere in like Eastern Europe or something. Romania. 
Yeah, and then but then there's like Netherlands and and all all sorts of places that have been popping up. I haven't yeah, seen a ne- Netherlands one. I thought there's four. There's is one. What, in, there was one in California. There was one in Russia. Yeah, and there was also one in South America. So we're at we're at, at least five, and yeah, I think there have been a bunch of others. And there was also there was one in Melbourne. Okay, similar metal columns have appeared in California, Colombia, Nevada, Canada, United Kingdom, Spain, Germany, the Netherlands, Romania. That's like fifteen countries. You just rattled off. (laughs) (laughs) So the Netherlands one, I think, uh, what I read was that they had found it, but then apparently they filmed part of Westworld in that area, so they think it might just be a leftover bit of set decoration. (laughs) They've said that they said that about the original. They said that about the original one as well. Right. But like, I don't. I've never seen Westworld, but I, I feel like if someone had said, "Oh, it's just a le- leftover set design from Westworld," it'll be quite easy to point to that, that part of Westworld. the set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that had yeah. all the monoliths. And does Westworld have a lot of monolith action in it? Not sure. I haven't seen season three. Okay, well, so in the, the first two seasons, do you remember any monoliths? No, because it's yeah, they're old Westy types, and then there's like computer computer rooms. But there's no monoliths in the Old West that it would be incongruous to add it to the Westworld set mm. for the actual Westworld people. Because the Westworld people would be like, what's with these fucking monoliths? This is a bit crazy. There must be a conspiracy here. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't design these monoliths for the show. It has no, no bearing on the show. Um, and that, cause yeah, that was the, the theory around the Utah one, but the Utah one is in a very hard to find place. Mm. Like there was a guy that we'll probably talk about later that went to find it, spent an entire day knowing exactly where it was and still couldn't find it. Yeah. Right. Now, wasn't it gone though? <laughs> it was gone when he eventually found it the next day. Yeah. But does, was, <laughs> is it just that it wasn't there the day that he was looking as well? No, because it, it was in kind of like a, a craggy, rocky inlet. So it's mostly like desert and, you know, rocky sort of rolling rocks. And then there was a little inlet where it was. Right, shall we talk about the first monolith, I guess, then? The Utah monolith. Just were. Yeah, but let's talk about like how the story started. Yeah, all right. What do you got? There was like there was some story that uh was it the Parks and Wildlife people that originally put this out? They said, Oh, we found a monolith in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so it was a uh, state biologist were doing a helicopter survey of wild bighorn sheep and they filmed it. And like, and what's that? It's a bloody big old monolith. There's something down there. The news story, did you guys see the original news story about it? No. They did like the news, uh, the journalist did like a a Stardate Earth 2020 kind of <laughs> over top. But it, it wasn't like, then it went into just a regular, you know, five minute news report about something interesting. He, right. he put too much sauce. Like he, he tried to sizzle that steak too much with the whole Star Trek bit when already... It's a mysterious monolith. Don't add a, a weird little Star Trek bit that doesn't quite work. Uh, so in that original story, they didn't say where it was mm. because they were a bit worried that heaps of people would go out there and like fuck up the environment. Mm. Uh, enter Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm sort of torn on Everyone's very impressed with this guy. Uh, you know, it was a good effort finding where it was. But it's not like superhuman. <laughs> what do you mean? This the guy that the, the guy that tracked down where it was, which yeah. he did by 
which he did by, you know, I know that they saw it on this helicopter flight. If I look up the flight path of that helicopter, I can yeah. see where they flew. Right. And then, I, all right, there it is. So <laughs> I think a lot of people were like, whoa, how did he do that? It's like, well, he just looked up the flight path, but it's still, it's still impressive, but, you know. It's nothing that's unachievable in 2020. Yeah. Um, it's not yeah. finding um, Shia LaBeouf's weird flag thing. No, no. As 4chan did. Um, so, yeah, it was found. It was there for a couple of days. And then a couple of people released this video of them getting there. And it was gone. And in its place was the words, buy bitches. <laughs> and a little puddle of pee. <laughs> when I first read this, when I first, yeah, I'm pretty sure I read it. I thought that by bitches was written in P. Mm-hmm. Right. But it wasn't. It was next to it. Which I thought was, I don't know, if you're gonna if you're gonna store up the P to to like make a statement, you write the by P bitches and in P. P. Yeah. It wouldn't have lasted though. It was still there when they got there. The hot but was the P just in a puddle? Yeah, yeah, it looked like a little. Yeah, are they sure? Are they sure it was P? And is this true, or is this maybe a little bit of color that someone's added on? Because there's footage of it being taken down. Yeah, so these people were the first to they they got there and they saw tire tracks and it wasn't there. They saw this, and then they're like, so they put out a video. They were streaming themselves walking there and everything. Immediately, I didn't buy their story. Mm. I was like, this seems too convenient. They've just gotten there and it's just disappeared. But it seems like that that it was being well trafficked at the time. People were coming and going. And so people before them saw the people removing it. Um, and there's been footage of them, some some really bad quality photos, but some decent quality video of them wheeling it out. But I think the people that have written by bitches and pissed are not the same people that wheeled it out. I guess that's something that we'll never know. That's one of well, the mysteries of the story. I think we sort of do know because the people that wheeled it out were filmed by other people that were there. No, they filmed it themselves. So the other people there, I don't know, but yeah, but, maybe. Okay, so the removal of it, there was a, a local guy who has a, a weird connection to Madonna that we'll get to in a second. Mm. He's like a local. He went in to take it out. While he was there, there were some photographers that were there taking photos of it they took some dodgy photos of it getting removed and the people removing were like, you know, leave only footprints, see you later, and took it out. And they didn't do anything about it because they're like, yeah, fair enough. Like, this is, this is a problem. And I, see, think, I seeing, think that after all that, that that has happened, someone else has come along, seen it's gone, ridden by bitches, done a wee, <laughs> then they've left, then this other group have shown up, seen by bitches, seen the wee, been like, oh my goodness. You know, they've it's gone and someone's left a message. Yeah, but I think those are separate because there's the people that saw them wheeling it out never said, oh, you know, they wrote stuff in the ground, which would also be against the ethos of leaving only footprints. Maybe leave it was only a footprints and a pile of piss. Yeah, maybe it was edit. <laughs> leave only footprints and also the words by bitches and some <laughs> and a little puddle of pee. So yeah, I think it's a little bit more complicated than just by bitches. So the person that removed it, um, is it Mr. Slackline? Yeah. He's a, he's famous for being a slackline man. 
Right. Um, before we get into the Madonna stuff, um, he's kind of well known in the slack lining and mountain climbing scene around there. I think he um, like to do slack lining, and for people that don't know, that's where you you see you see dudes with no shirts on doing it in parks quite a bit. Yeah, where they've got a, a rope, well, not a rope, but what looks like a rope between two trees, and they might do a flip while they're yeah. standing on it. Yeah, it's pretty the cool. Key to it is that the line is slack. It is slack, but not slack enough that when you do the flip, you land on the ground. You no. you have a bit of a give on it. Yeah, it's it's still taut, but yeah, just it's, it's, it's somewhere it's between. Compl- yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's halfway between tightrope and falling on the ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, like slack line is probably an oversell of the line slackness. Yeah, but. In the interesting of communi- interest of communication, we all know what it means now. Yep. Um, he is somewhat controversial in the slackline world, and, and I think the mountain climbing world because he does stunts where he where he leaves slackline bolts everywhere, and people get annoyed by him. Mm. Um, he <laughs> so he's a, he's a douchebag, like by his own standards of oh, you know, don't leave monoliths in the desert. He's leaving shit everywhere. He also um, has been criticised by members of. Um, the climbing community because he decorated an ancient art spire or the spire was called the ancient art spire. Um, he draped it in um, Christmas lights and ornaments to do some stunts around there as well. So people are like, ah, oh, you're kind of a, you know, you're a bit of a show off. You're a bit of a, you're a loose cannon. I think he's also been in trouble with the law rebase jumping. Yeah. Um, which is when you just jump off stuff with a parachute, right? Yes, yeah, and that's illegal in some places, depending on whatever. Yeah, because I think they just they don't like having to clean up when it doesn't work. Um, so he has also was in people criticised him for doing his stunts. Um, he in a public Facebook post he replied to the criticisms and called one of the person uh, a stupid expletive. We don't actually know what that expletive was. Bend over and I'll show you some disrespect. Uh, and he told Jesus. another person to expletive yourself. I reckon that one was fuck yourself, but I can't be sure. Um, and then he said, please don't hesitate to slap them in the face or grab them by the expletive. Uh, in this case, it was pussy. He wrote, re- using the phrase made notorious by President Donald Trump. Jeez. So he seems like a bit of a... A bit of a, I don't, I mean, I don't, he's an unsavory character at times. Um, but he was also good at slacklining enough and well known enough to be at the Super Bowl for slacklining in 2012. Yep. Uh, which was when Madonna did the Super Bowl halftime show. Yes. Now, Madonna's done a more recent halftime show, hasn't she? I, I don't think, know. Maybe. I was looking for stuff about whether this halftime show had ever been called out for being you know a satanic illuminati ritual and it's sort of confusing because so many super bowl halftime shows get called out for this uh that it's hard to like pin down whether like they were doing this back in 2012 i feel like 2012 is not that long ago in the timeline of the illuminati yeah that's yeah so yeah so that was uh, Madonna, LMFAO, Nicki Minaj, MIA, CeeLo Green. And looking at, oh, yeah, this was definitely the, I'm just looking at pictures of it now. This is definitely the Illuminati one because she's got like a crown and a big kind of headdress and there's some Azteki dudes. And oh, yeah. It, it couldn't be more 
um, um, like ration vids. Ration vids would look at this and go, no, this is too ridiculous. They're making yeah. fun of us. <laughs> this is not the Illuminati. <laughs> this is like the Temp- Knights Templar or something. Um, so he was involved in that. Did, did, did you find anyone like making that connection, Cam? Or that was just you making that connection? I just, no, that was just me making that connection. In fact, I noticed that no one I could see was making that connection. I did see an article being like, uh, you know, conspiracy. Th- why do, do conspiracy theorists not care about the monoliths? And I was like, well, I don't know if that's actually borne out by the evidence, as we'll uh, discuss shortly. <laughs> but um, they certainly didn't seem to care that like a major player in all of this was, you know, an Illuminati slackliner. Hanging out with Madonna. Yeah. Um, now, Salty, you are animated. Yes. This is the kind of thing that goes on in your Twitch stream. This is great. Yeah, generally, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that Slackline dude, the dude that removed it, less than a good, good dude. Yes. But not because of, of Madonna not, show. And not because of this, because he was right to remove it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I was reading um, the YouTube comments of that one. And someone's uh, like all the YouTube comments quite angry at this guy. Um, someone said he would probably paint over a Banksy, which, <laughs> like, that's uh, I don't know. I'm sure I've ranted about this before, but that's kind of the Nature point. Of street of, art, guys. Yes, yeah, the point. The point of a Banksy. <laughs> um, but then someone says uh, to this guy, "You literally deface historic rock structures with your slackline bolts. Where do you get off, seriously?" And then someone replied to them, because uh, it's the internet, as opposed to figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> and the person then replies to them like, yeah, like, hey, this guy's a jerk. I don't like him. And then the guy replied back, the guy that said the figuratively thing. And he's like, I don't give a shit about pet rocks. Uh, regardless, what I do give a shit about is your ign- ignorant and redundant overuse of the word literally. Stop doing that. So he's come into a debate around uh, public art, removal of public art, treating the land right, um, you know, people exploring the land and then not, you know, not practicing what they preach. And he's like, people in this argument are using literally too much. This is what I'm going to put, put a stop to. So are people complaining about him leaving bolts inside bits of rock and stuff, not just laying on the ground? Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you, I'm assuming when you do a slack line in, in nature, like in these yeah. kind of places, you'd bolt it into the rocks and then, yeah, yeah. Which isn't, you know, knowing like rock climbing and everything, that's kind of major rock climbing places have all sorts of bolts in them for people to belay onto. Oh, fucking terminology man there. Look at him. You like that? Yep. <laughs> um, th- yeah. So, anyway, uh, the person that was f- initially said, called this guy out for defacing uh, is, was now angry that he was being silenced. Uh, would you rather silence me because you do not agree with me? So these people are arguing completely different points uh, and it's just one of the most internet arguments you've ever seen. So this monolith in Utah, what do we think it really is? Because there's a lot, a lot of people were thinking marketing. Yeah, what the fuck? There, nothing this good has ever been marketing. Yeah. Also, they they did work out that it had been there for years. Yeah, using Google Earth, you can go back to at least sometime 2016. Uh, and it's there. So, like, if it's marketing, 
it failed. Yeah. <laughs> or it's a really long-term marketing plan that's about to pay off. I think that all, all of those marketing departments, knowing how the world of marketing works, have all been sacked multiple times over <laughs> and are in different companies by now. Um, yeah, but viral marketing was a big one, especially when the next one popped up in uh, the Ukraine. Or Ukraine, sorry. R- Romania. Romania, sorry, even worse. Uh, <laughs> yes. Play off the Romani people there. Not, <laughs> not, not just though, not only does it not have a the, it's spelt completely differently. I was saying, even worse that I got it so wrong. Not that Romania is worse than Ukraine. Uh, both full of wonderful people and wonderful things to see. The Yeah, so that one popped up. And everyone was like, wow, there's two. There's two identical monoliths. What did we notice about the, the Romanian one? It was pretty shitty. It was rubbish. <laughs> the original one, and, and I, we might sort of talk about this a little bit later, but was really well constructed. Mm. Um, like you couldn't see any seams on it. It was constructed from one piece of metal. It was perfectly level. It was level, perfectly level, and and this is actually verified by the like the park rangers or whatever their names are. Um, they took out leveling tools and, and measured it, and they're like, "Oh, it's actually surprisingly level." It was shiny. Right. Uh, the Romanian one it had all sorts of like machine marks on it. Like, it was a pe- mess, and people were trying to go say that it was you know oh there's writing or what could be symbols on it. It's like no, those are that's metal machinery marks. That's just shoddy right. work. That's just bad metal work. Yeah, they haven't polished their their thing afterwards, um, and they've just kind of done a slapdash job. Uh, so, but yeah, that that kind of led credence to wow, viral marketing is for a movie. Yeah, <laughs> the, the monolith movie. Yeah, it's then, not some sort of anniversary of two thousand and one coming out or anything, is it? But these are don't, they they don't look like the two thousand one well, ones anyway. It'll be like the twentieth anniversary next year. Mm. Um, no. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck sorry i get it yeah, yeah. don't worry don't mind me <laughs> went over my head as well i was thinking about the next thing uh and then that one disappeared as soon as it arrived then some more popped up there was one in the uk there's one in like uh where did we say columbia yep that one looked all right that was gold oh i didn't see that one that sounds cool Ooh. but not real gold i don't think oh and i th- in Colombia, it's just it's just cocaine. They just build out of cocaine. It's <laughs> Colombian gold. The one in Russia was nice, but okay. that had been that was like obviously done by students because they put it. It was put up, and then they released a statement saying that uh, it was like students at the university put out a statement, which was then like carried on RT. I think somewhat tongue in cheek, but uh, basically saying uh, it was physics students at the university doing a teleportation experiment. <laughs> I did see stuff about a teleportation experiment in and Russia and I, I Googled it and I couldn't find anything about it. That's Are they teleporting what, the monolith? Yeah, that's what they'd been teleporting. And now the experiment was over and it was back. They'd taken it back to the university. Oh, that's good. That's a really good little little jape to do. Um, the the most, the one I, I did looked at other than Utah the most was the one in California. Mm. Did you guys see this one? This is the one that was... Uh, Replaced by Nazis. Yeah. Young white supremacist Christian dudes. Groypers. Um, they were groypers. Yeah. You know oh, like, the one they replaced it with a cross or something? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, Cam, can you give a quick one second summary of what a groyper is? 
like three years ago, we were going to do an episode about gropers because we're like, oh, this is a new thing. We should talk about this. And then we never ended up doing it. We would have been like so ahead of the curve. Groypers are like, well, a groper is a type of Pepe, you know, like the little frog dude. Right. The Nazi frog thing. Yeah, you know the Nazi frog. That well, the, the the Nazis were like, this frog's not Nazi enough. <laughs> so there's like a fat version of Pepe, and that's the the symbol of the groper. And yeah, they're just Nazis basically. They're they're a weird kind of. My understanding is super four channy, super hardcore internet-y, but also super Christian and super racist, right? Mm. Yeah, and like internet-y to the point where they're like, you know internet speak and all that it's all layered and all that meme stuff i think but they were like trolling uh donald trump jr maybe book launches yeah like when he was on his book tour because and they like troll some of these other like conservative dickheads like maybe charlie kirk or ben shapiro well they definitely don't like ben shapiro because he's jewish but yeah like turning point usa events they'll go to and they'll ask questions like why aren't you more anti-Semitic? They're trying to basically their whole shtick is pushing the Republican Party in like a more far-right direction. Yeah. So Which some people would say you didn't need to help that along. Yeah, the, the little nudge is unnecessary. Uh, I'm I'm certainly glad I didn't chime in when you said something about Ben Shapiro, and I was like, ah, oh, hate that dude. After you said they hate him because he's Jewish, <laughs> that would have been a very bad look for me. You can still hate him because he's a dickhead. I certainly hate him because he's a dickhead. Um, so yeah, these dudes, they drove five hours, they live streamed it, uh, some quotes from the, the stream, uh, American people are tired of these cringe viral marketing schemes. We don't want illegal aliens from Mexico or out of state. Already it's confusing. To Did me. he say out of state or out of space? Out of space. Sorry. <laughs> no, out of state. No, it said out of state. Yeah. This is copied. So maybe, maybe I typed it wrong. Um, but already it's confusing because he's like, it's a viral marketing scheme. Is, are they saying it's a viral marketing scheme for illegal aliens? Yeah, who knows? Uh, um, then he says, we're doing a 500-mile round trip to steal a fucking monolith. Uh, that's how much we love Jesus Christ. Yep. yep. That's how I'd prove that as well. Uh, totally. Um, they didn't love Jesus Christ enough to, at the end of their five-hour round trip, when they went to do a high five, to actually connect skin. As yeah, you noted, Robo. Yeah, there's a video on our on our Twitter. One of them goes to fire high five and completely misses. <laughs> uh, his mate just completely ignores him, and it's really good. Um, well, his mate might have been like, "Oh, you're doing a sick high. I'll let you get that done." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll link up back later for a, a good fist bump. Um, they one point they said they're on a direct or, direct orders of QAnon and President Donald Trump, which might be somewhat trolly. I think. Um, but then they, they're all chanting as they do it, Christ is king um, and other kind of like America first, Christ is king things. Super like, oh, these guys are creepy. Yeah. Um, and then they attempt to they drag it away and they put a, a, a cross in its place. Um, that's, a, just a, that's a weird situation, all of it. If you're in the woods with a mysterious, like deep in the woods with a mysterious monolith, you shouldn't be creepier than the monolith. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So they've all been popping up. Um, The kind of, 
I guess the main theories are that it's a uh, art, just public art and copycats. First one, someone left a thing there, and there was an artist in Utah that um, he was actually was annoyed because he apparently that um he was he thought the 2001 space odyssey movie ripped off his designs right monoliths um (laughs) i I had his name written down um i didn't save it oh yeah john mccracken yeah and he would leave kind of monoliths leaning on things around um and his whole shtick was you know leaving things for people to find and you know kind of all that kind of thing played into his um, played into his what he was into, and he's, I think he's from Utah. Um, but he and he like worked in Romania and stuff, and mentioned that in his work at some point. So people were like, "Well, it's this guy," but he died in 2011. Yeah, um, and people were like, "Well, it's this guy," but he left you know left details to get this done. But then some art collectors like, "Nah, it's, the work is too sloppy for John McCracken." Yeah, he's left instructions. Leave one really good monolith here. Leave one shitty monolith over here. And leave one in 2015. And then maybe someone will find it and get ready to go at that time. <laughs> yeah, once that's done, put up like 15. Don't, um, go on, don't go on holiday. Don't make any plans. Don't have a family dinner. Just wait. I did see like some art collective claim responsibility for the whole thing. Yes. And they're full of shit. They are full shit. <laughs> they they put up a bunch of photos on their website, and they're like, "Here's all the monoliths we did." And it's like, well, this might be more believable maybe if like your website had existed beforehand. But also, there was like one of the monoliths they didn't have up, and someone was like, "What about this one?" And they're like, "Oh, we just didn't have room on the website for it." It's like that's not how websites work. <laughs> um, also, the California one, there are people that have shared video of them making it, mm. um, which these guys have also claimed that one and then they i think they might have taken that one down from their website once the evidence of someone else doing it but they've got uh, allegedly the original for sale for $45,000 on their website yeah well this was i think the point of the whole exercise was to say we're selling monoliths get your monolith in now um i should we should also point out that these aren't monoliths either Okay, here we go, Mister uh, Literally. And that's the, <laughs> the whole time. The whole time in that YouTube comment thread, that was you, wasn't it? No. Um, a monolith is a geological feature of a single massive piece of stone or rock. All right. Uh, so the Great Uluru is a monolith, uh, and I think calling these pieces of sheet metal, which aren't monoliths by definition, monoliths, is a conspiracy in itself. To to, I guess, gaslight us into all thinking that this is what a monolith is and undermining how good places like Uluru are. Mm. Um, other people that had tried to claim it, do you, have you guys, I'm sure we've talked about it. Uh, bring up their name, Zardulu. The performance artist Zardulu, this is from a Vox article. Um Describes herself as a wizard, likes to stage stunts and happenings that seem to exist right at the edge of our sense of what is plausible, uh, and then take off as viral news stories. A three-eyed fish, uh, the raccoon riding an alligator in Florida, uh, which I I remember that one. Um, And then she's also claimed credit for the pizza rat. Remember pizza rat? Yeah, the rat that had a big piece of pizza. The pizza rat, indeed. That's the one. Um, (laughs) 
she and she's kind of claiming credit for that. Uh, and so this journalist who's interviewed them before asked them if they were involved, and they said, and the Zardulu said, "I think they'll find that the Utah one was installed at the height of my productivity in late 2015." If you look back, you'll notice we talked a lot about my work in Romania, Bulgaria, and Macedonia. I asked her if she was taking credit for the monoliths. No. Most of my projects aren't intended to have immediate effect. I often leave things as strange objects to be found. Oh, yeah, so like I, the pizza rat that you just sort of left. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's completely she, claiming credit while still trying to be mysterious. Yeah, because she's like not saying she did it for when whoever actually did it has proof, but still trying to be enigmatic. Or is she saying, you know, I genetically engineered a rat that could carry a piece of pizza <laughs> and then I've let it loose and then someone has filmed it? Um, they also say, I often leave things as objects to be found. Sometimes it's faux documentation in the research section of a library. Sometimes it's an installation waiting for an unknowing audience. Sometimes that takes days. Sometimes, sometimes that takes five years. Yeah. Just like the monolith. Fuck off. Uh, this is Zardulu. <laughs> I, I am interested though. I like people that are just are muddying the waters of all of this. Yeah. Who knows? I could be doing it. I could not be. Sometimes I do things. Sometimes I don't. I I did see um, Auntie Donna, the Australian comedy troupe. Yes, the they recent were, Netflix <laughs> darlings. They went out and put up a monolith in the, I think, like the Dandenongs. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, but in the video, they're like, yep, all of these monoliths, <laughs> they're all us. <laughs> Just to promote our new Netflix show. Did they do it in some sort of catchy song? No, they actually, they just went out and put an actual monolith up. Yeah. How, how well good was their metal work? Their mo- well, they had some people do the metal work for them. Once you've got that. Some other YouTubers and right. their monolith was good. Once you get yeah. that Netflix cash, like yeah. you, you can get a monolith guy. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about Jailbroke, Jailbreak Overlander? Yes, please. <laughs> so Jailbreak Overlander is a guy that has a YouTube channel. I think he's pretty cooked. Uh, it's kind of outdoorsy stuff. Um, and he was the one we mentioned that drove out there and couldn't find it. Yeah. And I think he's also the one that was doing the level, was checking the level. Yeah. So it wasn't him checking the level, but he went out there with people that. Oh, that's right. Of course it wasn't him checking the level because it was gone by the time he got there. Yeah. <laughs> he so, it. so he knew, I can't remember the name he used for them, but I think people that are, uh, I guess, park rangers and, and some of them are they, uh, Oh, BLM. BLM. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Bureau of Land Management. Yeah. And some of them, I think, are um, also Indigenous to, to that area as well. Um, so there's, you know, you kind of, people that you trust to do the, you know, be honest about what's happening around that area. Uh, and they measured it, and and basically they're like at every side of it is one hundred percent level. And they showed footage of them with little electronic leveling tools. I don't know what they're called. Um, it was just a phone. <laughs> no, it was a proper little gadget. Uh, I think it was just a phone with a leveling app on it. No, nah, it was a proper little gadget because it had like a, a grey screen, like a phone. <laughs> uh, let's not get hung up on the phone. Anyway, he had a le- he had a leveling thing with you know the little bubble, yeah, spirit level, electric yeah. spirit level, yeah, yeah. or spirit a, level. a spirit level app on your iPhone, not 4. an 5. app, yeah, it is it is an app. Um, this guy, uh, anyway, while he's driving out there, he was excited. He said he's checked out every great major anomaly like this in America. 
um, which he part of them, one of the ones he mentioned was the Georgia Guidestones. And he's like, a lot of people don't know about that one. It's like, that's probably the famous, one of the most famous obelisks going. Everyone knows about that one. Um, but he, one of his theories was, was that it was prehistoric 5G towers. Yes. Um, I, think, no, I think he was saying <laughs> mo- monoliths were like prehistoric 5G uh, towers. Okay. I don't think he was yeah. saying this one was. Yeah, no, sorry, you're right. Yep. Oh, that's right. He's saying the obelisks were the, um, you know, the ones they've got in like the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier um, and in like in Paris and London, the, the, what are they called? The big tall obelisks? Mm. Yeah. Obelisks. Yeah. Yep. He's saying they're f- prehistoric 5G towers, right. which is not true at all because they're not even prehistoric. um but he when he was driving out there and he couldn't find it and he wandered around in the desert for ages and then like after just like for me it made for a better video that i didn't find it it's like ah how convenient yeah i feel Mm. like i feel like you're again putting more sizzle than is actually accurate i also noticed when he was out there there's like a lot of footprints and a lot of tire tracks yeah it's like i sort of see why they got rid of it yeah um but basically it was level on all sides pointed directly due north at a waterfall. Um, and then he had a drone that had been flying around, which he actually used to try find it and he couldn't try find it. Um, but then he couldn't find it. He couldn't launch the drone from the exact site. Wouldn't let him. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, he was suggesting some sort of magnetic anomaly. Maybe, maybe because you're right on a ley line. He also said there were ley lines. It was on a ley line. Mm, that'd do it which you know as we know it would clearly line up with one other point around the globe (laughs) (laughs) in a straight line (laughs) yeah perfectly i don't Um, know how drones work like maybe there was no gps signal it's in a canyon right yeah oh yeah maybe there was in a black spot i did drones need gps if you just well that's what i don't know i think some of them do because you can set like a home position so that if you drone loses contact with the controller it knows where it's got to go back to to land and this guy had gears like he was all kitted out with all the kind of stuff that you know if he did have a drone it would probably be a, a pretty pretty awesome decent one yeah. yeah um he seems like an interesting dude jailbreak overlander he's got another one um he weirdly he included some audio from richie from boston now, that's a name that uh, I remember from a while back. He was the guy that was like, a, you know, Wi-Fi and then later 5G was all seeding. The, the point was that they were going to put out the 5G, put out the Wi-Fi, get it all in the air. Then they were going to, I don't know, what was it? Oh, they, were gonna get, they were getting all the chemtrails out there. Then they were going to ignite the chemtrails with the Wi-Fi and the 5G. And the point was to open up a rift in space-time so that Satan could come through. He's that guy. Yeah, he was an early on. And I feel like, was he also the guy that did the um, Back to the Future 9-11 stuff? Was that someone else? That could well be him. He's like gone from YouTube, basically. I was looking at some of his stuff on BitChute before. And he's... YouTube have done a thing where they've left up one of his accounts, but if he tries to like post anything, it takes him through a bunch of different pages until eventually it's like, now nah, your account's suspended, bro. What are you, <laughs> what are you trying to do? 
but it, it like makes him work to get that page, which I thought was quite funny. I'm sure they don't need it, but it's, it seems like it would be very frustrating. It is frustrating to find anything on YouTube. You basically can't find anything on YouTube about conspiracies right now. Which is good. Yeah, not for us though. Not for us, but it's, <laughs> it's good for society. Yeah, it is. It, I guess keep the keep the super cook stuff in there. Keep the Russian vids in there. He is not inspiring anyone to do a murder. No, hopefully not. So I wasn't quite sure what Richie from Boston was actually saying because the problem with everyone whose footage he had in the video was they all spoke with the same accent. Yeah. And so I couldn't tell which one was which. And I also, like, the website we were watching this video on, I think, was hosting a bunch of different people. Yeah, okay. So it all got very confusing. But in terms of conspiracies, the monoliths, I think the main one I've been seeing is that it's all to dis- either to distract us from uh, the imminent alien uh, disclosure. Yeah. Or it's to prepare us for the imminent alien disclosure. So it's one of those, but they're definitely about to tell us about aliens. Um, and that's been coming up a lot with Space Force and everything as well, right? They're like, oh, just getting us used to used to aliens and Hollywood movies are all about aliens and all of that stuff. So, like, there's this tracks with that theory. And we, we all talk about this in our news show this week, but, uh, like, the former, is it the Israeli Space Force guy? Yeah. <laughs> head of some Israeli military official, ex-military official, came out and said, oh, yeah, we've made contact. Right. Uh, they made contact with Israel and the US, which, I don't know, they seem like weird countries to pick. Like to Why? just to only make contact with Israel and the United States? Yeah, you'd you'd go China and Russia to hedge your bets. Also, like Israel's not a big country. You no. do a few others. Yeah. But maybe they've all maybe, you know, in Estonia or wherever, they know how to keep stum about this stuff. They're not just blabbing their mouth about it as soon as they think that they're, you know in a position where people won't think they're crazy when they come out with it, which is what he said. He said, you know, I couldn't say this five years ago, but I can say it now because now no one will think I'm just a crazy guy. It's like, uh, don't know about that one. Um, I've just confirmed it wasn't Richie from Boston doing the the Back to the Future one. Oh, good. But that Back to the Future one came up in this research camp because you found people talking about a monolith during 9-11. Oh, yeah. So we were going to look at other monoliths, but it, there were so many monoliths around the world that we just decided to stick with the current spate. But yeah, there was a monolith on 9-11, but not really. Yeah. So someone posted on um, Reddit Conspiracy about two years ago saying uh, crazy monolith just across the road from the Twin Towers. Uh, here's a collage of Hollywood monolith stuff and like irrefutable proof. You know, just random pictures. Some of them were very, very photoshopped of the building that he was talking about as a monolith, <laughs> just like, I don't know, into stuff. It was, it was, I didn't know what it was supposed to show. And then he linked the Back to the Future 9-11 one. But basically there was a building across from uh, the Twin Towers that was black and skinny. And apparently the architect based it on 2001 Space Odyssey, but that was it. Bit right. of a letdown, really? Yeah. All right. Is that all the gear we have on these monoliths? 
Yeah, I think so. I the, the, I would say that the claim that conspiracy theorists are not do not care about the monolith is not borne out by the number of monolith posts, and I would say low effort posts on reddit.com slash r slash conspiracy. But all of those posts are so boring. Yeah, I think we're going to still keep seeing these pop up, some copycats. If you are out there thinking you want to do a copycat monolith, <coughs> engage a sheet metal worker, engage yep. someone that can um, hide some rivets so you don't have you know ugly bolts and weld marks like the I think the California one had some weld marks. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you finish it correctly. Don't give us your ugly ass scraping polishing marks. Yeah. Grind your welds down, polish it out. Do like, a good one. Take the time. Cause I like I am one hundred percent into people, you know, there's Zardulu lady saying that she's putting sneaking stuff into libraries and you know, doing all these things, which she doesn't sound like she is because she seems to be willing to take credit for anything. Yeah. Um, but like I'm I'm all for that. So so please, please do it. But like really just do a good job of it, I think. Yeah, I think this is really what I really like about all of the monoliths is that it's all of these like art students and like metal work students all around the world having the same idea of oh let's all just do this because it'll be funny that there's a lot of monoliths and they're right. Yeah. It'll get people frothing. Um until it's funny until the point that in the history books they're reading about and that's how World War Three started over the monoliths. <laughs> over the monoliths. And then this this will be like an ironic footnote in some history book. So yeah. one of them uh in a car park in New Mexico or something, I just saw it before we started, so I didn't get the details, but apparently people started like beating it with hammers and stuff. And it's like <laughs> that's way too on the nose, like you know, there is, and you know, you think of the, the Christian dudes, the gropers that tore it down. You know, isn't the big part of 2001 Space Odyssey is they beat the shit out of it because they're afraid of technology? Is that the kind of the point of that movie? It's been ages since I've seen it. Well, the, the monkeys see the monolith and then they start beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. It's so like, like it, it evolves their brain and then they start fighting each other and that, like that's how the world got fucked or something. I don't know, a- I hated that movie. I remember liking it and thinking, oh, this makes sense, but it was 20 years or so, and I was, you know, thinking I was cleverer than I was back then. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember fr- watching I've it. fried my brain on many things since then, so. First time I watched it, I was like, this is the fucking dullest, most boring movie that makes no sense ever. And then I was like, a few years later, I was like, let me give that another shot. Nope. <laughs> I, I bought it because I, I bought a Stanley Kubrick box set of DVDs. Because right. like that's the kind of thing I did. You don't want a you don't want a Stanley Kubrick box set of DVDs. You want, for me at least, White Man Can't Jump and The Warriors, movies that you can just watch fifteen times. Yeah, and they they go for ninety minutes. They're not fucking three hours long, and I don't have to think about them. When am I going to watch Barry Lyndon twice? There's no no one's ever watched Barry Lyndon twice and gone, oh, that was worth my time. Jesus Christ, Luke, you wasted your money. Some hot takes here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. Uh, You can find us on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And we're also on Patreon, where we have a couple of people to to thank. We do. Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. And? Vanessa. Thanks, Vanessa. Thanks, Vanessa. Um, And uh, we're we're kicking around some, some new button ideas at the moment and some pin ideas, so... Yeah, uh, we want to get some things out, um, but we want to make sure they're they're, they're worth worth it. 
Because yeah, the, the last the last pin, which we will get out to the people that haven't got it yet, last pin was great, and the next one I would like to think will be better. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Robbo, where can they find you, mate? Uh, at Ale of a Time, aleofatime.com. I'm doing a live show on Monday night, but this probably isn't going to be out by then. Maybe it will be. I don't well, know. It's, up to, it's up to you, Robbo. It is up to me. Uh, <laughs> check out the Isle of a Time Facebook for details on that if I get it out in time. Uh, we're doing a, a Curse of the Year episode with special guests. Nice. That's it. It's free. It's salty. Uh, you can get me at Saltmarsh on Instagram and Twitter, andrewsaltmarsh.com for other links. And I've just started a new Twitter page, Ooh. a new oh, Twitter hello. account called Where Got, to find... Got Damn <laughs> Tales, okay. which is based on uh, some streamers, uh, some Sea of Thieves streamers that I watch. And it's, it's blowing up, guys. Is it? Yeah. I went from under 100 followers a day ago to over 400 today okay going viral uh, yeah so it's, it's pretty funny i make little cartoons and little uh little cartoon comic strips and little animated cartoons can you read out the at again g-o-t d-a-m-n t-a-l-e-s tales from the gut damn I thought you were going to tell us, you know, I started a new Twitter account. I'm telling you where you can buy really bad steaks with oysters in them. Yeah, no, no, no. I was thinking about starting an account where I just like write really bad raps about like whiskeys or something. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. But, you know. What would you call that? Like whiskey gangster or something? Whiskey gangster. Whiskey gangster. Scotch gangster. And then people would think I'm going to be doing them in a Scottish accent. Yeah, but really it's about scotch. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting idea for a parody account, Salty. Uh, I'd like to see that explored one day. Yeah. Uh, Cam, where do people find you? You can find me at Sex and Harmer on Twitter. Uh, gather around me, my other podcast. Have a little giggle over there, mate. Uh, yeah, no, Pastorat is by the radio show. About the far right on 3CR. Check it out. It's on Spotify and all those things. Nice. All right. Thanks, Thanks everyone. everyone. Bye. Bye. Don't worry. About a thing Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians I said don't worry About a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia. I said, don't worry about a thing. I accept. You can definitely hear John Lennon say, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever. Ooh, don't worry about a thing. Except not only did Bush do 9 11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which. Let's not forget where all of the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you just...